0: And this is as real as it gets. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face.
1: Welcome to another segment of the UCW Radio Show. This is your host, Lou Velasquez, and I want to thank all of our listeners for your continued support just by listening to the show. And just a little bit, we are going to have one of the top martial arts grandmasters in the world today on the show. Uh, he's the founder of the World Tukong Muzul Federation, and he's one of the top fighting stunt coordinators, uh, not only in the, in the United States, but worldwide. He is Grandmaster Yi, and we are honored to have him as a guest on the UCW radio show today. Before we bring Grandmaster Yee on the show, we need to talk about a couple of things first. Uh, As I've been talking about on the show, uh, we are hosting the Ultimate Body Radio Show, which is in direct connection to the Ultimate Body Reality Show. It's a first-of-its-kind reality show. It's a bodybuilding reality show. It's brought to you by uh, the great producer David Lyons. He produced uh, the biker show Hog Heaven and the animated feature Creepers uh... as opposed to me uh... describing this uh, over and over let me uh... run the promo so you can
2: hear it from the horses mouth in the challenge of their lives twenty six ordinary people train the old-fashioned way through blood sweat and tears as they compete for the title of the ultimate body in this compelling dog-eat-dog reality drama the contestants are paired together as training partners by host, champion bodybuilder Mr. USA, Bob Ciccarello. Four personal trainers help each pair survive the grueling and extreme training routines combined with rigid contest diet. And if that's not enough, they must also face extreme challenges by the trainer from hell. While living together for ten weeks in a city where dreams come true, unexpected temptations and shocking alliances toughen up the competition, for the contestants who must eliminate a pair of training partners each week. When the dust settles, the training partners split and everyone stands alone. Six men battle on stage for the ultimate male body. Six women face off for the ultimate female body. As three celebrity judges, Hall of Fame bodybuilder Rich Gaspari, bikini pro Marcia Prince, and natural Missy universe Doug Burns decide who ultimately will win their title and walk away with. A feature in a major magazine, a fitness endorsement deal and fifty thousand dollars in cash from sponsors, Gasberry Nutrition and Anytime Fitness. Who has what it takes to become the ultimate body?
0: Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro
2: and Gasberry Nutrition spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show in your.
1: And as I said, we are hosting the Ultimate Body Radio Show, uh, which uh, we're pretty excited about. And the next thing on tap is celebrity boxing. Uh, Stephen Baldwin and Christopher Gambino, they got together and they created the uh, celebrity boxing event that's going to be happening on Wednesday, February 3rd, 2010 at the over 18,000 seat Bank Atlantic Center in Sunrise, Florida. Now Stephen Baldwin, he created a fund. He went to see the U.S. troops somewhere, and something sparked at him, and he uh, he created the now more than ever fund, and that is to support our troops. And the celebrity boxing event is to support our troops. Now the website is mycelebrityboxing.com. That's mycelebrityboxing.com, and the uh, actually the website also for the Ultimate Body. Uh, reality show is TheUltimateBodyTVShow.com. That's TheUltimateBodyTVShow.com. Now, the celebrity boxing, back to that. The main event is Christopher Gambino versus Stephen Baldwin. And uh, there's a whole host of celebrities that have lined up to be on the event, to be a part of the event, actually. And uh, we can't announce that yet, but one that we can announce is Roy Jones Jr. He signed on. And trust me, the other ones you will... Uh, Well, you go to the event, you will not be disappointed, I promise you that. And for our listeners, we want to connect with you. Uh, As uh, you know by now, we are actually doing the UCW um, radio show weekly. And uh, we have a lot of interesting guests coming on the show, which is uh, fantastic. But we want to connect with you. The uh, number is 323-952-4369. That's 323-952-4369 3, 3, give us a buzz and get involved. And if you're on Twitter then shoot me out a um, a tweet. Simple as that. My Twitter name is Luis Velazquez. That's L O U I S V E L A Z Q U E Z. Follow me and tweet away. And you can always go to our website ucwmagazine.com to find out more. Now without further ado, let's patch in the one and only Grandmaster Yi. <laughs> Grandmaster Yee, it is an honor. It's a great pleasure to have you on the UCW radio show. I wanna thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and being with us this afternoon.
0: Oh, thank you Luis. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you for coming and It's an honor to, you know, have a show with you.
1: Oh well thank you so much for your for your kind words, you know, but it is it's I that uh appreciate you being here. Uh I just wanna give our listeners a um A brief overview of you, because your story is very interesting. Uh, You spent a lot of time learning martial arts and practicing Buddhism in a temple in South Korea, which I find really interesting, because most people, when they think uh, a Buddhist temple and martial arts put together, they they immediately think about the Shaolin monks and the Shaolin temple and China. But you were actually in one in South Korea, Uh, and we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, I also want to let all listeners know. Look, you're, you're a ninth degree black belt, and at one yes. point you were a mayor—a mayor in Korea. Uh,
0: no, it's basically it's not the mayor. It's my father. Was in, uh, my grandfather was the governor of the Korea and uh, Kangwon uh, region in the the from south part of the Korea. He was the governor.
2: Okay. Basically,
0: my grandfather was a judo champion in Japan occupation time during, you know, 1910 to 1945. Oh, wow. And, uh, he, he was a
1: national champion?
0: Oh, no, he was a world champion.
1: He was a world champion?
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, my father was a world champion and the first Korean world champion in Judo. And the Japan, Comp- uh, uh, fi- uh, tournament, uh, was, uh, some. C- uh, Japan emperor was there. Oh, wow. So, uh, they don't expect Korean becoming the champions. Pretty, in you know, a bad situation that time. They don't like it, that idea. But yeah, anyway, so. I, I kind of would
1: think that the <laughs> Japanese wouldn't like uh, someone that's Korean coming in and beating them at their own sport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think it's what they don't like at all. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can understand. But now, we live in a world of mixed martial arts, so it's, it's everything's great. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's much different than before. Oh. And... Uh, Unfortunately, in Korea, we wasn't occupied by Japan at that time.
2: Oh, so, okay.
0: And that, that is uh, making a lot of Korean people is very really happy to see that happen. And instead of the martial art, it's more like a politics involved at that time.
1: A lot yeah. of people
0: I, see politics.
1: I think that that happens, you know, uh, well, back then it happened in a lot of countries, like in Europe, you know, uh, World War One, World War Two, even... Even uh, as of uh, the past 20 years, you know, a lot of countries go and they use sports, martial arts, things of that nature to show their strength. You're right. And and that's exactly what happened there uh, with that. But that's that's definitely interesting. So, yeah, a governor is better than a mayor. (laughs) (laughs) But but they did a lot of things that... that, um, that I left out, and I, and I know if we were to stay on the phone and stay on this show, uh, we would be, we would be speaking for days and days about what you've accomplished. Um, well, what I like to do for our listeners, if you don't mind, I like to start at the beginning, you know, cause I, I know the story, but they don't. Uh, how did you get involved in martial arts? Yeah. <clears throat> uh,
0: my grandfather was a lover of martial arts. He had a, a at uh, in, you know South Korea mm-hmm. judo school, first judo school in South Korea, okay. and uh, went to you know his school and he taught me you know how to practice judo. But my father was not like that at all, okay. and my father thought you know martial is becoming you know trouble one day mm-hmm. because to <clears throat> His father, which my grandfather, what he done to the, you know, Japanese government, ended up fighting in a lot of yakushi come challenge. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather fighting almost every week to challenge by them. So okay. my father is no like to see that when he's, uh, uh young time. Right. He's that, and he don't, he don't believe a martial art will help family. Mm-hmm. But I love a martial art. So I tell my grandfather, you know, I like a lot of martial art continue. But yeah. one time, one day my father was bonding my uniform. You know, when I have a children uniform in, in a backyard, he take it back out and fire to the, my uniform. Oh, he, and he, 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 he put
1: it on the fire and he burnt it, huh?
0: Yeah, burn it and don't go to Marshall in school anymore and don't even kneel to grandfather.
1: He was worried and about was, you. He was worried about you at that time. It had to be.
0: Yeah. Right. And then and I cried. <laughs> <Basically>, <laughs> I cried. And my grandmom, when, you know, when, Home and uh, you know, making another uniform from to the blanket. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> blanket. He made another one for me. <laughs> oh,
1: she, she must have been very mad at your father.
0: <laughs> uh, but my father, my father wasn't. Uh, he's a pilot. He's like airplane pilot. Oh, okay. And uh, he's an uh, Connor male pilot. He's flying, and he wanted me to uh, go to the you know, college and go to the west. Korean Western point, you know, like a, hopefully he can go to the different direction than my grandfather's.
1: Right. He wanted you to, to be more, he wanted you to move away from that. I guess that's because he saw your grandfather fight every week. Uh,
0: but my grandfather was in love with Korea, a very proud Korean. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he, he had to do something for showing that his pride of his Korean. Mm -hmm. So any Japanese people want to fight, challenge, he not defeat. Go ahead and fight, and always try to showing that you know Korean martial art. As Korean martial art is not occupied by Japanese
1: government. It's just like in the old movies that they used to have challenges every week.
0: Yes, correct. That happened that time.
1: Right, so, so so now you your 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 grandmother she uh, made you a uniform out of the sheets, mm-hmm. and then, yes. uh, then then you started to train with your grandfather.
0: Yes, uh, no, no. Uh, that is my last time so that I to stay home, and my grandfather taking the temple, so oh. put him in the temple, Buddhist temple, so I can learn martial arts. continue there. Oh. Because so uh, he, my grandfather no knew that that I cannot train martial anymore in town with my father, and so he asked me, "You really want to learn martial?" Art? I said, "Yes, grandfather." And he said, "Okay, go to the temple in training." Because uh, my uh, temple grandfather, a uh, grandmaster, is a friend of my grandfather, so mm-hmm. I can get in there easy.
2: Okay,
1: so but that that's that's interesting that you know you were actually uh, able to go to an actual temple and, and that's what I found interesting when I was reading about you that you you lived in a temple you trained in a temple you but this all happened in South Korea this wasn't in 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 China, in China. <laughs> it was in South Korea which a lot of people you know as I said earlier that they think okay well you're going to a a Buddhist temple and you're going to learn martial arts, you're a Shaolin monk. But in your case, that's not that's not the case at all.
0: I watch a lot of movies that, you know, yeah. the Hollywood, uh, the, the, uh, the focus of the Shaolin temple all the monk training martial at on Shaolin temple. Unfortunately, I went to Shaolin temple, China, too, and uh, to treat there, see, find out, you know, what are something I can learn, continue there. But
2: right.
0: also disappointed. And... Uh, actually there's, there's not many really monks there instead of the monk. There are a lot of communist you know uh, com- uh government controlled at the Shaolin temple and okay. some people not even know martial art there They their monks there and like occupation there like your their job. Some okay. of them, yeah, some of them we have great, but
1: some of them is not at all, so but, you know, but there's something that changes even you know when you see and and I just wanted to say this because I know that you have something to say about this, but you know even here in the United States today, you have people that that advertise that they are a Shaolin monk, but when you see them, they're walking around with nice watches and a beautiful Mercedes and everything else, so they that that kind of That kind of makes them not a monk because they're they're living from material things. Am I am I right about that?
0: Yes, you had a good point. And uh, a lot of people think it's martial art uh, and uh, you know the temple is different. But actually, when you go into the master temple, you learn the meditation Mm -hmm. and you learn you know stretching and yoga Mm -hmm. and some you know temple teaching martial art. So. Not only China, in Japan and Korea, a lot of in our know, temple are teaching martial arts. It's right. very popular in Korea and Japan, besides uh, China.
1: Okay, now, but when you were in when you were in a uh, temple in uh, South Korea, what form of martial arts did they teach you?
0: said <laughs> 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 Thank you for asking that question. When I went to the military first time, and they asked, I went to the tournament. They have a national martial art tournament. They compete just like the UFC today. Okay. And when I was in the age of 20, and, uh, I like to compete, you know. So, they asking me, writing down your name and writing down your style. So i writing down martial arts. Then they told me, no, 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 writing down your style. I said, yeah, this martial art is my style. No, no. Well, Taekwondo, karate, or jujitsu, writing down your style. My temple, we don't have a style, we just call martial art. Right. So basically, my temple, we call martial art. Just like the Chinese today, they call wushu. Right. Wushu means martial art meaning.
1: Right.
0: Not special technique. So my temple, we're teaching, you know, uh, acupuncture, philosophy, you know, math, and, uh, and then martial art. So we don't have a style, just call mm. martial art. Right, right. So my style is martial art. Then I went to, you know, military, so I have to put the, style name, because the entire Korean military training myself.
1: That, that, so, that was the Korean special before. forces, right?
0: Yeah, first time I went to special forces. Okay. Then, uh, I became a world champion that time. Then people start to article about me. They want to know. They want to learn. And, uh, then I'll you like another champion and a world champion. Then that, that time they want to know. They want to learn my style. So but but, but that, was the, that was the government.
1: I just want to wanna stop you periodically because I want the listeners to really understand the chronology or, or the timeline uh, I, of everything okay. because I know when and you were in the Special Forces and then after that, uh, what was it, I think in 1979, uh, you, yes. you competed in a, in a world martial arts tournament and you became the champion. Where that, that was the equivalent back then of what you have now, the UFC, but true, you know, martial artists from all over the world competed. Yes. And you won.
0: Yeah, I won that time. Okay. And, uh, I wanna see how much I, ca- I learned from my temple. Yeah. And also I was the ego. I was very, you know, young and I wanna see, I think I'm the best. Uh-huh. So I went there and uh, win. But, uh, but, but the, after that, after two Tamil championship, I, I, I retired. I'd never go again, because my master told me that I'm too stuck up to prove myself that I'm better than other. So he,
1: he wanted you to after be after humble.
0: I <laughs> mean humble, yes. Yeah,
1: but the, the, <laughs> but the, the Korean government they uh, they came to you after that, and they wanted you to develop something, to develop a uh, another type of uh, martial arts.
0: Yes. And uh in Korea, uh, all military training Taekwondo at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, Taekwondo is very good for the sports. and also is, uh, And as you see the Olympic, you know, you see the Taekwondo tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, but they want no more than that because North Korea, when they are to and uh, they are not like a sport to start fighting. You have to fight something filled. Where mm-hmm. you think you can fight back with your empty hand or wow. a knife? So they want the more, you know, graceful and the more powerful technique.
1: Well, Taekwondo, Taekwondo, and correct me if I'm wrong, Taekwondo is uh, the majority of the moves are leg moves, kicking.
0: Yes.
1: And they're not so so much a hand-to-hand combat situation where, you know, as you just said, if you're on the battlefield, and you, you, someone has a knife, or this, or that, and you're in close, close in fighting, it's a different animal. You can't use your leg in close in fighting. Maybe your knee, but that's about it.
0: Wow, you, you know a lot of things about martial arts.
1: <laughs> uh, I've, I've only been involved in it for over 20 years, so I should know something.
0: <laughs> you're right. And uh, I respect your uh, Taekwondo very much, and uh, I have a lot of my best friend is Taekwondo master. So right. often I go to their tournament, help to their judge, and i go to their promotion test and I have open seminar for them. But Taekwondo is great martial art but it's not in good uh, situation in military art. Right. So Korean government asking me it is the right time to we re- develop a new system. So they ask me, so I decided make make it and then, then today entire Korean army training myself. It's called Tukong Musul Mean special combat warrior martial
1: arts. Okay, and that's what it means, special combat warrior?
0: Yes, special combat warrior in, in a Korean world tukong. called tukong and Tukong Musul, but Musul is mean martial arts, so like Ushu, yeah. Musul, yeah. Ushu, same thing. Oh. So tukong is mean real world for what I'm teaching today.
1: And, and right now in Korea, to this day, mm-hmm. you have hundreds of thousands of soldiers that have been trained in your style
0: yeah I had about four hundred school in Korea and uh, that is your full know, training you know, in a my and open school and teaching in you know, Spidian right now over two hundred and fifty thousand students training daily and a Korean six hundred thousand people training every day my wow
1: wow that that's a lot and that's and th- that that must there must be something to have something that you created and have so many people. Uh, enhancing their lives with something that you
0: created? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, and I think so. And,
1: yeah. uh, well, I know you're humble, so you're not going <laughs> to pat yourself in the back, but I'll, I'll say that it's, it's amazing, uh, Graham S.A.E., for you, you too. It is. You're welcome. It's, it's amazing to create something like that and reach so many people. And, and again, you know, with martial arts and, you know, anyone that's involved in martial arts, they understand that it's not, it's not just you, you're going to go, and anyone that's serious about it, it's not just about you going and I'm going to learn how to fight. It it becomes a lifestyle. So all these people that are training, it becomes part of their, part of their lifestyle.
0: Yes. And the martial art is like water, cow drink water. Yes. A snack drink water, make it. In you know, a poison. Mm-hmm. So, martial art without philosophy, you can, you know, you can be poisoned. Yeah. So, you just learn how to fight. You know, basically, we don't teach you how to fight. We teach you how to not to fight.
2: Right. Well, but you I have
0: you have the choice. You, know, you have to have a good, basically, you have to put philosophy behind.
1: Well, yeah, you need, you need to have the total package. and That's why I say lifestyle, because a lot of people have the misconception that they, they go into a dojo, they go into a dojang, wherever they go, into any training facility, and they're going to go learn. And their first thing is, okay, I'm going to learn how to fight. All right, but you know, but, they, but yep. they, they learn how to fight. Okay, now you become a dangerous person. You become very dangerous because without the philosophy and, every, and the discipline behind it, now you can't control yourself. Now you wind up being a dangerous weapon, and the person that teaches you that is being irresponsible.
0: You're, you're right, absolutely right. You have a good point there.
1: Yeah, and and, and that that happens often. Yeah, you know, that's why you know uh, with you know, with mixed martial arts, that's a different animal altogether. At least they keep it in a cage, <laughs> <laughs> which is a good thing. <laughs> So so you left you left Korea, South Korea, and you came to the United States.
0: Yes. I came to the United States in 1982.
1: Okay. And what did you, you came, you had, but you left South Korea, you had, you had uh, about 400 schools over there, right?
0: At times I don't have any schools. Oh, um, today, yeah. Today we have about 400.
1: Oh, today like you have 400. Program. So you had nothing at that point. So you came to the U.S. and this is where you started your first school then.
0: And I have a lot of challenge that time because, the, like my father always worried about me. Your grandfather was you know not, you know, becoming to the you know judo master then compete with the Japan and then then you come he comes to champion. Then a lot of Japan start to Yakusha or other master he come challenge. He said, don't do it. It's not good life. Then I went to Korean army and I created Tukong martial art. Then, then I have another against it. Yeah. Because everybody don't like me because they were used to all Taekwondo. Right. Then they were very mad about me because they replaced the entire Korean military Tukong mus- my style instead of Taekwondo. So now their people start challenging me again. <laughs> I say, oh, My God, my, my father was like, right, my life was challenging him. Today it's very good, you know. Nobody they respect my style because mm-hmm. we have, a, just like a, you know Taekwondo, you know, you know, judo. We have we have big organization, one of the you know, largest organization in Korea. So they very respect. But that comes I'm the only one, oh, well, that, and I, they want to meet the fair.
1: Well, yeah you know, when back then, when you developed in in martial arts yeah you know it, it was it was fairly common for people to get jealous and challenge you and say, My style's better than your style and yeah. and that that 's how it was back then, but now, as we talked about with mixed martial arts being such a spotlight and that happening, now you know you can you can learn different styles, you know. Some people aren't so much into the the philosophy part of it, which is unfortunate because that that helps you to deal with things in life. Yes. you know. So yes. it's not just about fighting. You, you 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 adhere to the philosophy. It'll teach you about life and actually having a full life.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. So, so 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 that's when, what happened. <laughs> right, so so
1: when you so in 1982, you came here and when did you open your first school in the united in the united
0: states uh, nineteen uh, i came to uh nineteen eighty two december okay uh, twenty seven and then i met the uh, second day, i met the uh, uh, first of my students called ben he He working at the uh, <coughs> training at the karate school at that time and coming okay. I mean, next to my friend and he took his school. And then at the demonstration at his school, then he becoming my student, then he and you know, he asked me left teaching to the more formally, so January first no, January third, I started teaching informal class at the UT, University of Texas. Okay. That's what 1983 to be January I teaching for time.
1: And, and that's after where, I
0: came to the United States, one next later
1: And and that's when that's where everything started for you. Yes. But then over the years, you know, again, as you said, right now you have over 400 schools. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is an amazing, as I said earlier, it's an amazing thing. And actually, it's a compliment to what you developed and your accomplishments in life. And, and you're still accomplishing things because it came to a point, you know, taking the martial arts, the schools, and everything you've done aside. Now, what happened is that Hollywood. You know they 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 uh you got their attention. you got their attention with what you were doing, and they came to you
0: uh, <clears throat> i had a uh many in you know, organizations they can have a mini school like a franchise or you know actually i'm really i don't care about how many schools I have but how many students I have that's mm-hmm. more important to me right. because personal teaching the students, can, how long they must stay with me if you know, we have a good relationship that's most important. Right. I'm very lucky that I have over 100 students uh, training with me, more than 30 years with me, in the same school, same location.
2: That, that's, so, that's amazing. Uh,
0: yeah, when you, have, we have a class, most school, when you have a class, you, you see about one, two, or uh, five black belt. But hmm. let's say our school, if one class, 70 to 80% of my students is black belt, Abort. So, and everybody they training, you know, everybody. 20 years of wealth, mm-hmm. so that's what what I count because um, you can you know you can um, uh, have you can teach martial arts, but you know the relationship with the students and math take you know a long time yeah. and I'm really proud of that those students to help me to accomplish what I you know my goal because you know they're like my brother you mm-hmm. know. My father, son, mm-hmm. sister, you know, I yeah, have all age, but...
1: But they become your family. They become your family, you know. Big family. Yeah, and, and the thing the, the thing that I like, see, you, a lot of times you you hear about a lot of martial arts schools. People go, there, they spend a lot of money, they go in there, they're there for two or three years, and then they're gone. Yeah,
0: I see that all the time. So yeah. I, I, I think it's a sad story.
1: Man. Yeah, but you're fortunate because you have students that are with you. Not for a year, not for five years, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years. You know, they they're with you for a long time, and yes. and and that's good because you have that that uh, you have that bond that'll never be broken. You know, and, and I think that's amazing.
0: I think that's why they'll go to talk to somebody about me. That's why one day I am teaching at the class, mm-hmm. a the class, and one guy walking in in the class, and, and everybody knows him, but I don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. He just come say, "Can you teach me?" I say,
2: "You want to learn martial art
0: registration first, yeah. but you know <laughs> you have interview with me. Not uh, I want to teach everybody because you are walking in. You have a provision for the martial. Art. Yeah. Can you know everybody know him?" So I say, "Who who who is he?" And he say, "He's a Frank Miller." So who is a Frank Miller? Everybody know Frank Miller. Not I don't even don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> He told me, "Oh, I'm Frank Camilla director and uh, writer." I said, "I understand, but uh, 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 to me, it's, uh, it's your job, your age, your background is not important. Our only thing want to know about why you want to learn martial arts." Right. said, Oh, I want to make a movie. I Making movie, then you want to learn, and I, how long you want to take as long you, you becoming good martial artist. you say, "Oh, I'm director," <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you just tell me, you know who. That comes, uh, City the Japanese called, called Aoki, yeah. Okay. So, Yvonne Aoki, she wasn't, come with him. Mm-hmm. Could, could you teach me, you know, how she becoming, you know, a very important, you know, <coughs> star in our movie, teaching her would be great. And sometime, can you teach me? So I talked to Black Belt meeting, you know, this is a good idea or not, and, because it's a traditional martial arts school, don't, I don't want to, you know, movie or anybody come, you know. Yeah, disrespect to a class. Then mm-hmm. he said, no, 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 this person is a very respected person, very well known, and I think it's a good idea with teaching him, and uh, he, he's a very humble man. So I talked to him, and I am surprised how humble he is, really. Right. He's very respectful, humble, so I decided to teach him that,
1: but that, that was But that was for the movie Sin City, right?
0: Correct. That's the first time I'm teaching to the martial arts and I'm becoming to the Involving movie industry
1: and, 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 and yeah, but who who we now the the girl you were teaching is the girl that was doing martial arts in the movie, right? Yes, called
0: Aoki.
1: Aoki, Japanese, that, Japanese. That's, that's the one that with the swords and she was yes, all right, cutting hands and heads and chopping people up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, um, that's technically <laughs> not teaching her. Yeah, I
1: know. Well, and that's why it's so hard to get into your class. <laughs> But, that, that, but that's amazing how, you know, out of nowhere that happens, but that they came to you because of your, of your reputation.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, sort of, because <laughs> I don't know them and just walking my, my door and just asking the teaching. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I ask them how you hear about it and they, say, uh, they hear about it many times, so yeah. I used to teaching to uh, Willie Nelson too.
1: Oh, Willie Nelson, really?
0: He uh, wasn't was my students; they're uh, not teaching, and uh, not a bad, because he's oh, you
1: no know, wow. trouble every place. He lives in Austin. No, oh, okay, all right. That, uh, that, that, that's that's pretty. Come to that's interesting, you know. But uh, I'm just going to say that you're you're very humble, because uh, the the reality is is that the director of Sin City, he he knew all about you. That's why he came to you. He knew all about you, and he wanted to get trained by the best, and that's why he came to the best. He could have, we could have just stood in California and did this, but he came to you. So, yeah, so uh, I'm, you don't need to say it because I know how humble you are, Grand E, but uh, I'm going to say it because someone has to say it, and I have no problem saying it. <laughs>
0: yes. Thank you.
1: No, you're, you're welcome. So now you did Sin City, and you were you were working with them with uh, doing stunts and uh, learning uh, learning martial arts and doing other things, right?
2: Yes,
0: uh, and uh, after I taught, uh, teaching you know and, uh, the a few people there marsh and Frank Miller called me. He said, Could you come to the you know the the studio and you know, I went there and you know, he said, Could you come help the all uh, the fighting scene? And uh, he stepped back and he gave me to you know you know charge me all the moving in action there. I wasn't and also shocked too because usually Korea you don't do that director do everything in the martial arts you in know director health side but he said, let say this is your flaw I'm a step back you do it whatever you want it we're shooting so I, that's what I, we did it and uh, and after that I thought this is the American way to do it and uh, later a lot of people come told me that, he said oh this is unusual, usual because usually don't do that you know but he's very helpful. Confidence with you, he like uh, shooting the way you like. So I was not the action director, but I'm acting like action director. No? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I wasn't very lucky. <laughs> yeah,
1: but you know what? But that shows that shows you the level of respect that he had for you, and the confidence, and, and knowing that you were gonna direct the people the right way in the fighting scenes. <laughs> because, because martial arts, you know, martial arts, you go to a school, you learn martial arts, you're fighting, whether it be a street fight or you're in a tournament, that is so much different than movie fighting. It's a different animal. It's, it's something different. Yeah, you know, and, 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 very different. Yeah, and for, and for you to be able to go there and go through the fighting sequence and impress him just just shows your knowledge not only of martial arts, but on how things are viewed because you know when you're when you're on set and you're doing the various uh, moves it you know you may not even be touching the person you may be far away from the person but how you're viewing it from whatever angle is what is of interest and you you had the ability to understand that and that, i think that's fantastic
0: Actually, I don't, actually, I wasn't, you know, really don't know about the, uh, the camera angle, things like that, but I have a big feeling, big concept, common sense, I look at this way. If this is, uh, I, w- I went to see the movie many times, especially the martial movie, I always, I think we can, we can be better than that. Then, and, uh, that, when I make a city that times I have opportunity to express myself. Right. I think this is better this way. And I don't know if it was really, Good or not, because I don't have experience, but I only you know feeling. Hmm. My God said, do this way. So, when I do that, then he taking shooting, then he said, absolutely right. And he, he really encouraged me to say, you have a talent for this. So I don't know that I have a talent for that. That's After that, <laughs> then I have a lot of movie i involved
1: Oh, yeah, I, I can imagine. Now, <laughs> now you're in high demand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we make a lot of movies last you know, three years yeah but in city we you know we have a lot of chance to make a lot of money
1: yeah but what you're doing is that you're bringing you're bringing quality to the table because you understand you have a deep deep knowledge of of martial arts, and now you have a deep knowledge of fighting martial arts on a movie martial arts, so take that and put that all together and you you you're able to produce something that <sighs> the audience will be like, wow. <laughs> a i have see the baby. Yeah, but you know, it's, 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 uh, you're, you're a baby in that, but you know what? How many babies are able to work on a major movie?
0: <laughs> so
2: <laughs> so, 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 so you,
1: you, you grew up pretty quick cu- pretty quickly, Grandma. So you grew up pretty quickly. So, so so let me ask you what, are you, what are you doing now? What do you have going on now? Uh, movie-wise, or, or which, with your, with your schools, what do you have going on?
0: Oh yes. Uh, right now, we made, uh, uh a few, uh, uh, <clears throat> movie. Templar, we prepared Templar. And also, uh, we also made, you know, a stone of, uh, And also, there are a few Korean movies coming to the United States, and uh, know, make with us. So, basically, I'm preparing help the movie. And I'm uh, oh. teaching to the stone people right now. Okay, so we have a lot of stone training with us, and uh, especially action stone. So it's so you not, so,
1: uh, so you're working on on Templar, and then you have Stone and Sand. Now Templar is is a series, right? It's like a movie series.
0: No, it's just like a big, you know, like a Hollywood movie. Right, but and, uh, uh, but hopefully, I don't know. I really, uh, I'm not the director, and uh, I help it co-producer. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a
1: series or not. series or not. But I think that, you know, just me knowing a little bit about it, I think that it can be a series of movies, just like, you know, you have part one, part two, or you have different, you know, like, you know, like Tomb Raider. They had a lot of different series. Tomb Raider this, ah, Tomb that. I, I know your point. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that, that's what I mean. I don't mean a TV series. I mean a, a film series. So, it does have that potential. And then you have yeah. stone and sand, and that, then you do the, uh, the the fighting stunts. You you have you teach people how to be stunt people.
0: Yeah, I'm the CEO at the Fighting Stone Association okay. in the United States. So people who want to learn becoming stunts, then uh, they come to our school, training under me, and, uh, you know, and then after they learn, great. Then we have opportunity to put him together at the movie. So pretty much that's what I do now.
1: Yeah, but that, that, I think that's fantastic because you not only teach them how to be stunt people, but you know they're not just learning how to fight; they're learning how to do everything. Because they go and they put on the black suits, they do everything—everything everything that that stunt people do that need to do—they—they—they they, they do. And you teach them all that. But then when they're done, you 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 have the ability to either use them in the movies that you're making, or you have enough contacts with your team and, and movie making that they can get work elsewhere.
0: Yes. Yes. Ah, that's a big thing. And uh, I really appreciate that people who come to train with you know, me and it, I have one man come to work with uh, also and come to the, the, and, uh, come to the uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I don't know you know the show called Car. You ever hear about Car? No. Uh, I said Marshall show in it's fantastic you know in a show in las vegas one of the largest show in today in las vegas show name is car
1: i i haven't been to las vegas in a couple of years and that's shame on me because i should be there (laughs) the
0: time (laughs) they have a beautiful martial art you know show there i mean it's it's almost kill your eye it's so beautiful Anyway, uh, these people are uh, also the, uh, the main, you know, player come to you know, Austin, training with us, you know, he teaching us, i teaching him, something like that, we mm-hmm. share knowledge. So it is not only with teaching, but anybody who, uh, who love about the movie, mm-hmm. we invite them and uh, share with our technique, and something we have to learn, we learn, something I can teach, and I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. But basically, a lot of people who love this it, work, they come to Austin and they come to our school.
1: Right. Well, I think you know, with you, you have so many things going on, it's it's amazing to me. But I, I just want to let our listeners know that if any if any of our listeners out there were looking to be stunt people, and that was of interest, you know, there's no better place to go than when Grandmaster Yee and his and his uh, and his team, because you know, if you're going to learn how to do something, you want to learn from the best and not learn from from someone that isn't the best, because with 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 what you've done and um, what you've done and with with Sin City and everything else, it shows the product. I've seen stunt schools that teach people how to do stunts, but then you see the movie and it's like it looks ridiculous because because <laughs> they're not being. T- again, it's maybe it's just me, but when someone uh, is not doing a stunt properly. To me, it's like, okay, it takes away from the scene because it's not fitting into the scene.
0: And uh, there's one thing i like to clear to uh, the audience that uh, when you say stun, I mean, you, in the stun, you have to be able to do everything, but uh, my style of stun is the only special, like, fighting stun. Like, fighting. Stunt, like oh. fighting. Not, I'm not like wire work or like an explosive or driving, things like that, motor, do that much that part oh, yeah that, that, like that, that, that's
1: a different that's a different animal altogether. You know, I should I should have cleared it up. Fighting stunts I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, fighting it's more yeah. like martial art, any fighting any action, like a shooting gun or things like that. That isn't my pleasure.
1: Right. But if you but got,
0: things uh, I like to do them.
1: But but again, Graham S.E. if someone is in a movie and they're doing a fighting stunt and it they're not you know they're not trained properly. It can make a scene look funny. It can make a scene look like a joke.
0: Yes. And if anybody listen to this uh, in a in a radio, I just want to come. If you wanna, they wanna be best. If I'm not the best, I can make it best. <laughs> there
2: you go. <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs>
2: I
1: like that. But yeah, you know, if see you you need to you want to be able to learn from the best you know in order to become the best cuz then you 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 grow as a as a stunt person you're fighting some person you grow into your own but you need to learn the basics and things that work and the techniques because if you can learn you're that right. yeah if you can learn that then you can grow in that industry um so that that's fantastic and now I just want to you know um I want to ask you is there anything else that you know that we missed that we should be uh going over
0: uh, yes. It's uh, this is last one I wanna, uh, 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 talk about it is, uh, what is martial art really? Mean? A lot of people wanna, I know mean, a lot of people wanna learn martial art in different region for safety fans, uh, mm-hmm. healthy, or fun, everything, everything fine. But I wanna say one thing. No. Martial art just like, uh, insurance, car insurance. And I'm sure everybody have a car insurance. But you don't wanna use that. You right. don't wanna get accident, You don't wanna use that. But you have to use. You appreciate it. Right. Just like the martial art, you learn, you help, hopefully you never use the fighting, mm-hmm. but you have to use, it, and you appreciate it. To me, martial art is a bit like good, you know, polished life insurance. Mm-hmm. And the training hall, and I have a positive life, and have a fun, but sometimes, your life is protected by yourself, not others. Because when you really need it, you know, it's, it's, hopefully someone can help you, but sometimes but, not. So you the only one can depend on yourself.
1: Yeah, but that, that's a good way of putting it. I like it. I, actually, I'm going to steal those words in the future
0: because it, it, <laughs> it, but it makes
1: a lot of sense because you learn martial arts, you treat it as an insurance policy, you know, that yeah. you don't want to use it, but if you need to use it, then you use it.
0: Yeah, and appreciate it. And you appreciate, appreciate it, it.
1: And, you, and you don't disrespect the art that you that you're learning because, you know, some people, as I said earlier... And we, we, we touched on some people learn martial arts because they want to learn how to fight to hurt people. And that's not what martial arts is about. Is yeah, You want to learn so you can defend yourself. And key word, defend yourself. You don't want to go and be on the offense to, you know, initiating to hurt people. You, you don't want to do that. Yeah. that
0: that's, yeah. a, that's, that's, a, that's my last to Luis. And uh, okay, well, I also thank you very much. You have a ratio and look at you
1: thank you so much but i want to give our listeners uh some information in case they want to find out more about you uh listeners if you want to find out more about Grandmaster master ye, you can go to his website that's master ye that's com. and if you want to find out about fighting stunts and learning how to how, learn how to be a, stun, a fighting stunt person learn from the best Go to com. You have all the information, contact information. You go down to Texas, you learn your craft, and you become one of Hollywood's best. And this is the best place to do it. Uh, now, the two movies that we were talking about, one's Templar. It's a it's it's a movie, but it has potential being a movie series. And that website is Templar that's T E M P L A R hyphen movie.com and the other one is stoneandsand.com and again all these sites you can find out more about what grandmaster is doing and uh, really adhere to him because he is one of the great grandmasters of our time and he should be appreciated for everything he's done and what he is doing now in hollywood because he is actually bringing quality to the screen and we as consumers pay to watch these movies so we want to see the best and again you know fightingstunts.com check it out because grandmaster yi is the best in that arena and that and, and that's about it grandmaster yi thank you so much it was an honor a pleasure to have you on the show and what i like to do is when you're working on on your next your next film or when you are developing stuff in uh fighting stunts and you're bringing on a new class what i want to do is actually bring you back on the show to talk more about the particular projects that you're working on, because I think we yep. covered your history, but I think we want to speak about the projects so we get a better understanding of what you have going on, so we can follow what you're doing in Hollywood, because our listeners would be very
0: interested in that. Okay, please invite me again. We honor
1: <laughs> no, most definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs>
2: It's your major malfunction! So let it be written. So okay. let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you,
0: my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.